Welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Flonia. And today we are talking about The Little Stranger, uh, which what came out in theaters like about a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> and um, is like a British horror movie, sort of. It is <laughs> unclassifiable. I yeah, it's sort of a I, they, drama. They're advertising <laughs> it as a horror movie, which I think is a bad idea because I think there were it's a lot of people in my theater misleading. who were like, wait, w- when's it going to start? And then once it yeah. started, they're like, is it going to get more? No? Yeah, it's okay. it's like there is a sort of ghostly element, but it only gets introduced. Well, it gets like, they're like very small little bits where you get a sense of it, but it's like mostly about the relationship between Dr. Faraday and uh, Caroline Ayers. Um, yeah, it's basically and- like a relationship drama with some light <laughs> Where there's ghosts. no relationship. Oh my God. So, <laughs> he just like deludes himself into believing that. Well, actually, I think he's just like weirdly obsessed with the house. And I, I- can tell if that was because the house had like, captured his soul or something (laughs) like yeah i don't know (laughs) it's one of these movies that i feel like i didn't have the best time but (laughs) i could definitely write like a really long paper on it (laughs) like there's a lot to vague enough yeah yeah, that you can sort of interpret wildly (laughs) you could just be like class and feminism which is literally yeah, which an article that was written take. on this. Yeah, it was about yeah. this movie is not about ghosts. It's about toxic masculinity, which, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just like the main guy has um, like good guy syndrome or something. <laughs> he's just like, man, I'm so nice. She must love me, even though in like every scene, she's clearly like not that nice. <laughs> well, it's like- also that Donald Gleason just plays him like a psychopath. Like he has yeah, he's the so creepy. scariest like monotone voice and expression. And it's like you're constantly like, oh, my God, is he going to start killing people? Because I would 100% believe right. it if he did. He's just like so awkward and strange and he put down the dog i don't know it's just like everything he did was sort of like dark and weird and so you got the sense that like forget the ghost in the house like he seems more like he's gonna become the villain character but turns out it was sort of both (laughs) maybe or maybe it was all a metaphor (laughs) who knows it's all very confusing but i guess we could start a little chronologically here. Yeah. I, I will um, say, first of all, that this mm-hmm. movie has a very uh, heavy narration. During oh, yeah. And from I, the, him. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning, I was like, I'm okay with this. But by the end, I was like, I would rather have not had that because I feel like it's leading me astray in terms of what the fuck <laughs> is going on. Yeah. It was a little confusing because he tells a story at the beginning or near the beginning about how he first... Well, okay, so the, the movie starts where he is going to tend to a sick maid in this house. And then he sort of recounts that he's been to this house before. It's actually like his mother used to work there um, when it was more 
like, I don't know, when the house was doing better and the family and it was doing better and they threw lots of fancy parties and stuff like that. So he has like very fond but like weirdly obsessive memories about this house and this connection through his mom. And then like he reveals that he like stole like a little piece of the mantle or something. Yeah, there's like all this engraving all around with little ink horns. And he's like, I broke one and I took it. And uh, in the scene where he does that, it feels supernatural, but like in a way that I don't quite understand. <laughs> it's just yeah. like when he he does, it seems almost like he's possessed by something. Um, the but problem, it's not clear if that's him. The yeah. problem is that like that whole scene of him being at the house and like as a kid, being in the, yeah, that scene is like recounted through bits. So you only yeah. get snapshots of it. So it feels like something very important happened. But the right. big thing is him snapping off the acorn. And what I was building up to was, okay, so then he kills the daughter. Maybe that's what oh, I the feel little this girl. Is go- yeah. That was like, that's what I feel this is going. And then I was like, no, he just snapped off the acorn, which you already knew about. And, yeah, and uh, she just saw left. it happen. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really confusing. So basically, the family, the sort of ghost story element that like might exist, or at least the family thinks exists, is that um, I guess the mother. It's like the mother, the daughter, and the son. Are yeah. they brother? Or Roderick. Roderick and yeah. Caroline are brother and sister. And I guess they used to have another sister who is Sue Suki. Susan. I think Susan. her name is Susan and her nickname is Suki. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't realize Suki was a nickname from Susan. But <laughs> but yeah, so they had this other sister, I guess. Um, but she died of, like, illness when she was young. Yeah, they, they briefly mentioned that she got sick. Uh, I looked it up. In the book, it's diphtheria. So, yay. Interesting. Um, but anyway, she's super dead. Um, so, <laughs> so there's some, like, question of whether that is the ghost if there is a ghost, then like surely it is her because she's the one who died or something. Yeah. Um, so you kind of get so the first time he goes to the house, Faraday, uh, mm-hmm. which is Donald Gleason, uh, he talks to the maid who's freaking out, and she's basically like, "I was making it up. This house freaks me out. I want to go home." Uh, yeah, she's so a get, little <laughs> teenage girl. <laughs> yeah, you get the impression that like something is up, and you know, given that it's like an old British house, probably <laughs> ghost related. Yeah, feels so like it. My first guest. Every time Faraday steps into like the main area with the staircase, he like looks up and there's like a so tracking creepy. shot of that staircase. And I'm like, something's gonna happen with the staircase. Is there gonna be something up there? Like this movie was just like, the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was kept being like, is there something in the mirrors? No. Is there something over here? No. Okay. Where is it? Where? When's it gonna happen? Yeah. It's weird, but it's not even like, because in some horror movies, I feel like they do that to build tension. Yeah. But in this one, it they don't really try to scare you, I guess. Yeah. They just no sort of scares, are. There, there's like the loud sounds. Yeah. yeah that's the scariest part when the the grandma, the mom, I guess not a grandma, the mom <laughs> is trapped in uh, Suki's old bedroom. And then there's a lot of ghostly stuff that happens. But like before that, I guess the creepiest thing that happened was the girl getting mauled. And oh God! Yeah. Some little girl um, and their family were visiting. I guess they were trying to get the heirs family back, like on the map, sort of. So they were like inviting some friends over, like possible marriage people for Caroline. Um, and they bring this little girl, and um, the little girl she, really wants to play with the dog and keeps chasing she's playing, it. Yeah. She's <laughs> playing with like, the dog behind a curtain. Yeah, that's not gonna end well. <laughs> and you hear yeah, sounds honestly, that sound like not the like dog's a dog. Being hurt. Well, yeah. <laughs> 
And yeah, you don't really see growling. what happened to her face. Although there is like a moment because she's just covered in blood and the parents are like pressing to keep the blood in her body. Uh, yeah, so you can't really see what happened to her. But not good. It's not good. Yeah. It was very strange. And of course, they blamed the dog and they put the dog down and it's so sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I loved that dog. I was kind of like, it felt like in a horror movie, like a, a more traditional horror movie, I should say, because I guess this is mm-hmm. kind of a horror movie, uh, <laughs> where they like they have to get rid of the pet first because, you know, dogs and cats always yeah, sense like danger. Sense- yeah. yeah, they're like ghost or bad person. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's like we got to get rid of this dog before it fucks up our plans. Uh, yeah. Like pet cemetery ish, but you know, yeah, it's because so you did notice the very first time you see the dog, it's barking wildly at Faraday, and I was like, yeah, evil. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> a really good evil. point. Yeah, I didn't totally put that together. It all, he also barks at the little girl. That was I mean, so. <laughs> also <knows>. evil. <laughs> um, she deserved it. Yeah, so it was crazy. Um, but mainly the movie is about Dr. Faraday pursuing Caroline. Um, yeah, he kind of opens up the relationship by being like, oh, hey, I see your brother has like injuries from the war that were never treated right. I should come yeah. in and help him with that. <laughs> Let me go rub this light bulb on his leg. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this? How are you not burning him? Like Old timey medicine. <laughs> quote, unquote. It's like, just like open electricity. Just like, we're just going to lightly just press this into your leg. <laughs> for Electroshock his leg. <laughs> Basically. Right, here we go. Yeah, uh, it and it was it's sketchy. eyebrow eyebrow actor the guy who I only recognized I, yeah. by his eyebrows. I didn't know that he was one. I didn't know that he was English, and two, weirdly, the sort of like face burn makeup that he gave they gave him really made the eyebrow thing less obvious. Like I know. it took me a long time to realize it was him. He had one one eyebrow really left, and I was like, that one eyebrow looks familiar. <laughs> I recognize that brow. Um, yeah, and he plays. He's like the character that knows something is up, but no one believes them and thinks they're crazy. Yeah. Like that was sort of his role. Basically, I felt really bad for him. whatever supernatural thing is going on or whatever like thing is happening in this house, it like focuses on one person after the next. Mm-hmm. So it moves from like Roderick to the mom to Caroline. And he uh is clearly like he sees stuff. I mean, basically, he has PTSD and, like, these physical ailments from the from war. The war. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, that's probably what's what's going on with him. Because everyone's like, he's not been right in a while. Like, he's, you know, been through shit. Um, yeah. But in reality, he's been getting tortured by ghosts. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, the night the girl gets attacked by a ghost, Faraday goes to fetch him. And he's like... No, I can't go downstairs. And Faraday's like, you gotta! And he's like, "It's good. something bad's gonna happen. And mm-hmm. Faraday, like, yells at him, which I was like, this isn't Faraday, a good way of doing that. It's just like in every scene, Faraday reveals himself to be creepier and <laughs> more off-putting than before. And it's just like, everyone needs to pick up on this a little more quickly because <laughs> there's something wrong with this dude. Like, they're just so polite. They're like, oh, yeah, no problem. You can keep coming back to this house. Where in reality, you should just, like, kick him out. Kick him out and be like, no, you weirdo. But- yeah, because he's clearly obsessed with Caroline, clearly obsessed with the house. It's just like, <laughs> I stop think- inviting this man <laughs> in. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because so, like, a big thing about the the story is kind of this idea of class. And, like, yeah. so the national healthcare system 
they comment on it at one point in the movie it's like just being created they at one point um roderick before he leaves he manages the sale of a bunch of the lands and they build um government housing on it i think that's what was that was (laughs) yeah they do by the end i think yeah, yeah, and so at the beginning, because he kind of comes in as, like, the maid's son, you kind of root for him, I guess. It's one of those things where, in hindsight, I'm like, he was always bad. But in the beginning, you're like, <laughs> yeah, he's decrepit, old, so, rich yeah. people. You think that there might be, you know, it's like, he's the guy. <laughs> he's the hero of the story. And then you're like, oh, no, he's creepy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly that, like, he, he just emotes very very little like and what he does emote is like not good most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> yeah it's like he's pleased every once in a while and it's always like uh yes I'm yeah but anytime here. anytime it's like caroline is happy with another person like even if it's just like her friend she's hanging out with he's like so insanely jealous looking oh god like, <laughs> oh god he invites her to a dance at one point and it is that was so <laughs> so uncomfortable i mean like the part where i was like oh no this guy's like a murderer was um they do like a dance thing where the girls get in like they all hold hands the guys all hold hands and then they dance in like opposite it's like um musical uh. chairs but with people and so, like, when and the music heteronormativity. stops, <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is the person you dance with. And he doesn't get Caroline. There's like 40 people. So I was like, the odds weren't on your side, buddy. And he yeah. like the girl is like kind of trying to smile in conversation. And he is a yeah. blank slate. He's just like not even engaging with. Her. <laughs> yeah, I think she figures out pretty quickly that he's freaking psycho. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I'm just <laughs> not like, gonna not gonna mention anything. Um, But yeah, no, yeah. he he does some creepy ass shit he also like when she runs into someone she knew from the war brenda and she's like really mm-hmm. happy he's like yeah, <laughs> yeah he's sitting he's in like the corner gremlin <laughs> yeah it it really feels like he has this weird like i don't know like he want he, like his his justification is like he wants to protect her and give her a better life but she also is like fine and wants to be left alone <laughs> so it's like stop she's like i'm doing fine in this house and as you find out later on like the only thing she really wants is to leave and he's like yeah no, you can't leave and it's like yeah oh. and clearly she was like okay and also there was later in the movie so basically they have this slow burn of a quote-unquote relationship after and that the he dance, pines he, endlessly he, after kind of <laughs> He kind of tries to put his hand up her skirt, and then she freaks out, and then he's really pissed about it. And I was like, "Oh, this is yeah, he's so bad pissed times. about it." Like that's um, the the like when you say no, and the dude like completely flips out. It's like, "All right, good to know. I'm gonna get out. <laughs> Goodbye." Yeah, like <laughs> it's not it's not great for yeah. him. Um, yeah, and it's still somehow later he. I guess they, like, take some time apart after that. But when they come back together, he's like, let's just start in you. <laughs> and then immediately he's like, no. I have the best idea. Let's Clearly, get married. Yeah, you didn't want to have sex in the car because we weren't married. That was your problem. So, yeah, let's do that. And, and she's like, mm. he, he just sort of, like, announces that it's going to happen. Oh, my God. And the scene where she just doesn't say anything. <laughs> The scene where he's so saying it to his friends and he's like, she's shy. She I didn't want to be here. Uh, we haven't told her mom yet, but like, congrats to me. And they're like, it's like, yeah, yeah even his friends are like, okay, that sounds fake, but okay. 
Uh, yeah, it's so bizarre. I was so confused when that happened. Um, and then later, yeah, he just sort of like keeps going about it like it's normal. Although he's like, I don't know, I feel like he's revealing very strange intentions when he's like, hey, let's just stay in this house Yeah. when we get married. Like he just clearly just wants to live in the house. <laughs> like I feel like that is his his connection to her. I feel like is really more... I don't know. My theory is that has more to do with the house than her, but maybe he doesn't realize that. Yeah. Um, I, so my, like, I have a lot of questions at the end of this fucking movie, but one of them, uh, the biggest ones is like, what were his intentions? Like, did he just, is he just creepily obsessed with her or like, is he just obsessed with the house or is he just obsessed Mm -hmm. with the house, but like thinks he's really just obsessed with her? Like there's a lot of, I think it is a lot of options. It feels like, cause okay. So they, there's a point where he and another doctor are sort of like like casually theorizing about spirits basically and they talk about how it's like like a consciousness being separated or something yeah um and so that comes back should we just talk about the end is that too crazy Uh, let's let's talk so we've kind of talked through Mm-hmm. The stuff with Roderick and then the stuff with Caroline up mm-hmm. until a oh, point. But there's the whole the part with the, the mom. mom so, the, the yeah, mom let's go through that before. Okay. I feel like idea. once that door we go through, like we can't go back. <laughs> there's, there's no coming back. Yeah. yeah. So the other two characters we haven't really talked about are Betty, the maid, and the mom whose name I don't even know. <laughs> the mom. <laughs> M- Mrs. Mrs. Ayers. Um, she seems to sense that her daughter like she says at one point that she's always kind of felt like her daughter has been with her um although I feel like from the ending it kind of suggests that that's not true it's sort of just like a delusion um I don't know that's my theory but like she senses something and she thinks it's her daughter yeah um and then she tells Betty also is obviously kind of freaked out about the weirdness of the house um, more so than I think Caroline is. And I, I guess the mom and her talk and, and the mom's like, oh, it's just my daughter's ghost. It's okay. And so <laughs> Betty's like, okay, I'm fine then. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because Betty's new to the house and also because she sleeps mm-hmm. by herself in like the basement, <laughs> which honestly yeah, pretty would also be scary. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you have um, the kind of the order the, the ghost moves through is so Roderick, Roderick sets his room on fire and they're like off to mm-hmm. the in- asylum with you but does he you know i don't I think mean, he did well they do show it and it's like lightly burned but it uh, like it shows when the fire starts taking over and it looks like he's not causing it that's like he's true. just standing yeah. there so i feel like it wasn't him well maybe. or maybe it is i think for <laughs> his sake it's probably best he got out of the house like he's like i'm yeah. a coward i'm leaving goodbye <laughs> I'm like oh, yeah i mean best. everyone who leaves the house well, they, he survives, right? Yeah. The, the other people didn't, so, except for Betty. <laughs> oh, spoilers. Oh, okay. But, I mean, <laughs> obviously. But, like, so then it moves on to the mom who starts, yeah, she starts talking a lot more about Suki. They have the whole bit mm-hmm. where um, the Caroline the finds scratchings. the scratches on the window. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? Because they're kind of blue and weird. Yeah, and they just look like squiggles. squiggles. Yeah. And then they uh, realize they're in the back of the mom's closet. Like, mm. all the back, and it's little, because you see S-U, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, oh, it shit. spells out Suki. Yeah. Um. So, basically, someone is trying to Scooby-Doo them into thinking that <laughs> Suki's ghost is still around. Um, But we, we do sort of learn later that it wasn't her. I mean, it could um, also be that, like, well, 
No, the ones in the closet, they're like, they could have just been there and we didn't check. But the ones in the window, they specifically say weren't there like a couple weeks yeah, ago. That so yeah, that they're new. Uh, yeah. But yeah, basically that whole thing builds up to um, the mom getting locked in the nursery because there's this whole thing with the... And Scary I always found scene. these very <gasps> creepy, the little yes. bells that ring from like room to room. For service, yeah, for requesting like a flight attendant, like a flight <laughs> attendant button, but it's for your maid servants in your like, huge hey, mansion. Hey, someone get me tea. I don't want to come down and request it. You come yes. to me. But so they all start ringing movie. at the same time and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's mice. But then there's a whisper or something because there's a tube and you're yeah. like, what the fuck is this? It's and it's basically like one of those cans attached with a string <laughs> where you just listen in one end. <laughs> but throughout the house, because it runs from like the basement to the top floor. Mm-hmm. So uh, long ass tube. And yeah. she's like, she hears something. You never hear what it is. Because when she, uh, like the sound for that part is just like. Yeah, there's a part where it gets really loud and the thing gets stuck to her ear, but it yeah. just sounds like loud, ghostly noises. Like, it doesn't sound like words or anything. Yeah, there is a part. Um, she says Susan, and I think it screams, Susan! Like, back at her, but I think oh that gosh. was it. Yeah, that was the scariest part of the whole movie. Yeah, far. when she, like, because the door locks and then it just starts shaking. Rattling. She's, she's Rattling trying to get so the thing open and then it's, like, shaking like someone's pounding on the other side. And then the mom's trying to get it out and she smashes through the window yeah Uh, i guess what's interesting about this well i don't know maybe it's not true i was gonna say what's interesting about this movie is that technically like it doesn't seem like the ghost hurts her like it kind of causes her to hurt herself by punching the window yeah it's like it does hurt her later so yeah i had a note where i was like is this all gaslighting (laughs) like this was part of me trying to work out if this was just faraday fucking with everybody and there was stuff where i was like i guess he couldn't do that like, when she gets all the, like, later on in this sort of plot line, um, she gets, like, a cut on her shirt. Yeah. And Faraday starts trying to treat her, but then she starts getting them just everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, that's a ghost. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> there's like, no... There's and he no just way. keeps being like, stop it! And he's, like, shaking her and yelling, stop I it! And I was like, that's not gonna help! <laughs> that, that was my note, too. I was just like, why would you yell at the person who's being hurt? Um... <laughs> strange like she's just cutting her own skin mentally without yeah it's very strange and it's also kind of weird that he is trying to stop it since well okay i don't want to skip through yet i'm just like (laughs) trying to understand um what he knows if anything it seems like he knows something right throughout the movie because he's always staring weirdly but then i'm like oh maybe he's just weird (laughs) or alternatively maybe the house is calling him and he doesn't quite understand it yeah i don't know i mean basically Um, his motivations throughout the whole thing are like blankness and caroline yeah (laughs) and also telling at this point caroline starts to believe that there is a ghost and then he's just like you're just crazy yeah because <laughs> like, oh, they leave nice. <laughs> um they, they're like all supervising the mom and after the incident with the the cuts uh mm-hmm. she gets lo- which actually was a pretty good lead up because he's just sitting in the like the living room and caroline comes mm-hmm. in and she's like what did you do and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> And then, it, like, in yeah. hindsight, I was like, he didn't do anything. And then I was like, wait, maybe he did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe he did. I guess we don't really know. And he, like, um, breaks down the door and she's killed herself with glass from Suki's picture, which I was, like, kind of rude for the other children to only have Suki's picture by your bedside. But okay. 
I feel like they understand, you know, it's the one who died. You can see the other people in person. (laughs) I mean, fair, fair. I I didn't realize she killed herself. I thought that the ghost killed her. Well, like you see, um, because the thing right before that is she's lying in bed and then you see the like a sound of glass shattering and she opens her Mm -hmm. eyes and the picture is next to her broken like it's been Mm -hmm. punched. And then the next time you see her, there's like the piece of glass. So I what I assume was she she slit her wrist because from the amount of blood mm-hmm. and a like lot. the glass. Yeah, the uh, I was like, oh, that's what she did. Because also um, Caroline starts it like is like, oh, mother, what have you done? What have you done? But then you also think later that I mean, spoilers, but you think that Caroline killed herself. But we also know that isn't true. So, hmm. I mean, suspicious. It's it's really <clears throat> one of those it? where I'm like, it could be anything. Oh my god. Um well but anyway, so grandma's dead. Or <laughs> the mom is dead and now. And now um really, really getting into his little hooks into Caroline. He's like, Yeah, we gotta get but married. She, yeah, but uh she rejects him very cleanly. Oh um, yeah, it was pretty I good. Actually, it was good, and I felt like she made a good point, which was that like he just sort of made up this whole thing. Like, for her, it was just, like, she's sort of lonely in this house, and it was, like, nice to have company. Um, yeah, but like, he was, like, we're going to get married. And she's also, creep. like, I want to get the fuck away from here. This place is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and which a bunch of my family has died in it. Yeah. Yeah. So valid. Um, but he doesn't want to go, and he didn't want the land to be sold. Man, it really does feel like maybe this is, like, um, what's that, Monster House or something? <laughs> Where it's like the house is like a sentient or something. Well, actually, in relation to Monster House, part of my early mm-hmm. theorizing, uh, because there's a bit where um, I, I think I forget who says it, but says to Faraday, oh, they're going to sell like the land. And he's like, mm-hmm. they can't do that. I was like, did you bury someone on this land? I know. <laughs> is that yeah, he's that? super, super obsessed with like restoring this house to its former glory. Yeah. Um, which is like. Dude, why? Like, <laughs> why? It's so it's so strangely obsessive that it feels like supernatural, um, which is sort of the vibe of this movie. It's just like everything is so weird. You're like, maybe it's supernatural, but then you're like, maybe it's just maybe weird. it's just <laughs> British repression. <laughs> just yeah. not a yeah. It is one of those things <laughs> where really I'm like, repressed. it's uh, like it could be a ghost i guess like the weirdest ghost ever or it could be like just a big long metaphor about him being like i want to be the person who has a big ass house and i want to live in that house and then just really wanting that and then Mm because so the last thing that happens uh is while caroline's like packing to leave in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, she hears a thing. She goes upstairs, and you see her. She says, "You first and then, of all, don't do that." <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was like, "You know, this house is haunted. Stay in your room." Yeah, what the hell? I was like, "Why yeah. are Betty like not sleeping in the same room at that point?" Because that's what I would be doing. I'd be like, "I know, I would be like, die. one of us would be awake at all times, <laughs> <laughs> like, like all the lights sleep are in the on. yard." Yeah, uh, yeah. And then she she gets like she seems to recognize someone basically. Yeah, she says you, yeah. and then the camera like charges at her, and she backs up, and then like flips over the balcony. Which she flies <laughs> like it's like she got shoved really hard. <laughs> it 
Uh, and there we are see Faraday things. at the estate at that time. Yeah, although he's um, like sleeping in the backyard right where well, he's he... like punching his car. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that was also one where I was like, so the scene transitions from him like punching his car violently to like the house mm-hmm. where the sounds are echoing. Like it's the same sound and it like just they change the echoing of because you're in the car and then you're in the house. So it sounds kind of different, but it's like the same mm-hmm. rhythm. Yeah, it sort of implies that, like, he was somehow the person, like, or he could have been the person, but they don't show it directly. Yeah, that he he is somehow a part of it. Like, yeah, he's part of the reason why Caroline gets pushed off the off the down all those stairs, basically. Yeah, uh, she she breaks her neck. It was instantaneous, apparently. Uh, And Mm -hmm. then and I'm so glad Betty made it. Oh, my God. I was like, if (laughs) Betty dies, then like it's going to be unjust. She did not do anything. She is innocent in all of this. She is interesting that the rich people all died, though, except for Roderick. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Metaphorical. So it ends with uh, Betty testifying um, that how she found her. um, And basically, Betty doesn't really have enough evidence to prove that it's like someone who did it. And I don't think she even thinks it's someone. She probably just thinks it's the ghost. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, the thing, the main thing there, I think, is. Caroline dies on the staircase, so like, mm-hmm. she like know she if, fallen. She, or no, well, it's or no. She know if someone snuck out that way because she's like keeping watch over. <laughs> That's true. So it's like unless they climbed out the side. <laughs> but what I think in the inquest mm-hmm. is very unprofessional. Is that Faraday is the one who gives like his medical opinion, and I was like, he's too close. Also, he's like, he wasn't even her doctor really yeah he's just like she was emotionally disturbed in the past few weeks and i was like oh go fuck yourself (laughs) yeah like that's what the murderer would say he's like she definitely (laughs) killed herself don't worry about it don't worry about it also she was clearly not well in the head because she turned me down so like yeah okay so (laughs) we get that whole weird thing and then the most this is where things start getting like what is happening (laughs) so the last scene i guess it's like several maybe like a year in the future or something yeah i have no idea how much time is but there's like leaves all over the fucking house like yeah and all all those houses have been built in the yard that was previously just a yard so it's like okay clearly time has passed and he's wandering the house and he starts recounting the same story from the beginning um about like the acorn thing or whatever and I was like, what am I supposed to be getting for this? <laughs> and then uh, they show his little child ghost at the top of the stairs, um, which to me, I was like, oh, the little kid ghost pushed Caroline? Because it's exactly like, where she went over, yeah. Yeah, so it seems like the supernatural reading is like somehow he, like his childhood self, like the consciousness somehow separated from him. Maybe that's why he's so weird. He like lacks an <laughs> inner child or something. <laughs> Um, but his, his soul inner- is living in that house yeah. and he's just an empty husk. Yeah, he's just trying to reclaim it or something. <laughs> but yeah, so it does imply that there was no Suki ghost at all. Because there was a part where you see his notebook, like adult Faraday, yeah. that's covered in the squiggles. So it's like, okay, he was he, like either he is possessed. Was practicing <laughs> it. Yeah, or he's like possessed. Like it was like so 
confusing. <laughs> I I was losing my mind in those last few minutes because I was like, I think I know where this is. And then it was like, oh, no, this is nope. not where. OK, but like he, he, the, the shot opens with him like carrying a bucket upstairs and he's like heading to the nursery. And I was like, is there something living in the nursery? Is he like feeding a ghost? Oh, my like, God. It's like the Babadook. Babadook. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, this is this is a completely new area. And then it was like, oh, no, it's just for like a leak. All right. <laughs> oh, it was just for nothing. Yeah. Oh, and now there's a ghost of him as a kid, but he's alive. What? <laughs> I was uh, like the the movie ended and there was absolute silence in my theater. Like Same. everyone was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, there what? were only it was me and two other people. And by the <laughs> way, that was the only showing that day. So it was just me and three people watching this movie today in this entire city. Um. And it was really weird. Like, once the credits started going, they just, like, didn't leave because I feel like they thought it wasn't over. <laughs> like, and there's got to like, be nope. a post-credits. <laughs> like, nope, this is definitely it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, so weird. I don't know if when we're analyzing it, we want to bring in the author because I've been uh, – I didn't realize oh, who it was book. by until afterwards, and that kind of tinges how I view it. Who is so it by? So her name is – Sarah Waters – she wrote a bunch of um she got famous for writing Victorian lesbian books. Uh so, interesting. Like, this is very different. <laughs> Tipping the Velvet and Fingersmith, which The Handmaiden is based on. Um and so she this was one of her her I think it was like her second book that wasn't based in Victorian times and her first that didn't feature queer characters. And it, I think it's also the first one that's not set from a woman's point of view because that's generally what she writes about. So um, in the toxic masculinity article I read, they point this out that basically because she has this queer feminist background, um, it's interesting to view it as kind of a look mm. at this entitled asshole who's like, <laughs> this woman in this house will be mine. Uh, and also yeah. afterwards, I was like, Maybe Caroline's a lesbian. That's my happy ending. Is Caroline? <laughs> oh, I think it was die. also because I saw the trailer for Lizzie right before this, and I was like, mm -hmm. ideally, oh, Kristen yeah, Stewart becomes <laughs> a Kristen Stewart appears. And they, they have a love affair, and then they murdered Donald Gleason with an axe. Oh, the, the happy ending. <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't get that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the story of the book is um, pretty mm. much exactly what happens. In, in the movie? In the movie. There's like a couple of small details and it does seem, I haven't read it because thanks New York Public Library, but it does seem based <laughs> on the description, he's less of a creepy asshole, but mm. like that could be all a part of the way the story is told. So I don't know. But mm. um, And it might also be that in the book, maybe his creepiness, you can sort of learn about it very slowly but in the movie they're like we don't have enough time so he's creepy <laughs> here's <laughs> just his, so everyone knows <laughs> here's his blank gaze just wafting over everything i um, guess they try to make him seem less creepy and that he seems to have a lot of friends who are very normal and they ha keep cutting so. between like story like um him healing a child and helping him see for the first yeah. time and i was like don't there were a lot of murderers and serial killers who were doctors you can't pull this one over me uh, yeah, I guess they're I guess they're trying to make you feel ambiguous about him, which I mean, I didn't like him, but I appreciated what they were trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, I think the only big difference is like uh, the Mrs. Ayers hangs herself instead of Slits her throat, which I guess is less oh. ambiguous. Uh, 
But there's That's also, true. I mean, somewhere in here they talk about, there's like a lot more events that build up, but also like stuff okay. like there's mysterious black spots that keep appearing in the house, which brings Ooh. me to a movie cool. that I was remembering, which also had Ruth Wilson, who plays Caroline. Um, mm -hmm. I love her so much. She There's like a Netflix yeah, horror really movie good. called um, I Am the Pretty Thing that... Oh, yeah. Lives in the dark? Is that what it's called? It is in a the long basement title. Or in the house or something? <laughs> oh, uh, one of those. Anyways, <laughs> that one has... That one is, like, really effective artsy horror movie. Because, like... Interesting. There are so many dark doorways in that movie. <laughs> like, a lot uh -huh. of it takes place at night, and you just have, like, a dark corridor, and you're like, something's gonna pop up. And, like, things do pop up eventually, and you're like, ah! So, you just feel like... <laughs> This movie could have benefited so much from like a couple more things, like a couple yeah. more things happening, like Less, the fewer relationship things. I felt like we got the gist that Caroline was like a normal person and <laughs> Faraday was not. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm even fine with that. But like a couple yeah. more physical like clues Ghosty or things. something, yeah, like. Because yeah, in the book, it, so in the stuff. um the book apparently, and this was also a thing that reminded me of the, the I'm the pretty thing that lives in the whatever, uh, <laughs> the, the dark spots. It's like the house is deteriorating, and you right. kind of get hints of that. But like when, when they put the house the together, yeah, it looks fine. So it's yeah, it looks like, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's like this isn't that bad. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, like, kind of dusty. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it was like that. And I was thinking of Crimson Peak, mostly because of the one shot where she goes mm -hmm. over the balcony. That happens in Crimson Peak. And then they're like, she's fine. She's, she, she can get up <laughs> she and, She landed like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's all on the landing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, like, a tiny yeah. pile of snow in that movie. Um, but, like, when she shows up, like, the, the house is literally sinking into the marsh. So the whole bottom floor, if you, like, step on the wood, like, mud comes out. And it's like just something gross in this fucking house because it looks it's huge. They have one maid. It's yeah. very well dusted. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty fine. Like uh, Faraday keeps being like, it's falling apart and it's all Roderick's fault or something. And it's like, really? Because it's, it's like not that bad. And Roderick just like. Yeah, it's like under the weather. But you like get ready for a party and it can look fine in like a day. Stop. Yeah. Being so dramatic. So like maybe yeah. like the house being a bit more like gross looking and then wait are we in the improvements have I been doing improvements <laughs> oh I I didn't even think of it I was just so confused oh uh, well yeah I <laughs> my mean improvements is be less confusing <laughs> so my thing with the movie mm -hmm. is it is too like it shows you too much for it to be like oh this is a ghost story and it shows you too much to be like oh this is he's been doing it like there's no ambiguity mm. it's just confusing because you've seen a lot either way and you're like yeah, I, it could a lot of evidence yeah for both and so it does seem like it might be both somehow simultaneously i mean so my <laughs> my recommendations for fixing this is uh remove the mm -hmm. narration like just show him creepy staring at everything like, yeah i think it would make the aesthetic better too yeah um because it like maybe you can have narration for like the first scene if you really have to where he's recounting his story because mm -hmm. otherwise that might be confusing but like i think we can mm -hmm. we can get it like although um i wonder because sometimes i i think I don't know if this is totally true, but I think that sometimes in 
in like movies like this, if someone like a producer feels like it's very confusing, they'll add the voice over later. Well, so it I wonder did if help. this was <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if this is one of those occasions where people were just like, No, it makes no sense. Yeah. Add add this voiceover. But now we're like, okay, but that wasn't good either. <laughs> yeah. Um my other thing, and I think combined these could make the movie like hire me, Hollywood. Um, is that like you just show less like you just edit bits out where it's like oh he's here at this time or like oh the, mm-hmm. like we don't like was it a ghost like just make it so that you're not exactly sure where he is when the ghost stuff is happening and like I don't know maybe yeah. don't show the ghost kid at the end I kind <laughs> of like, felt like them showing the ghost kid at the end was like like they're trying to give us a hint as to like what was happening (laughs) but it was the most confusing hint ever yeah i'm like like, i don't get it and i will say wasn't helped i looked on twitter to see what people thought and people were either like this was boring i hated it or this was brilliant (laughs) and if you didn't get it you're a fucking idiot who doesn't watch movies and i was like all right so it was boring you're both right I'm like, I think of those two, one of those people is clearly wrong. <laughs> I'm like, um, it's it's fine, but I have a high tolerance for slow horror, like, and yeah, drama. Me too. So, like, I wasn't bored, but I can appreciate that it wasn't exciting. Like, yeah, like, like they advertised that, like, it. Right. <laughs> I saw the advertising for it afterwards, and I was like, oh my god, they edited this, like, it's like, snap, snap, snap. I'm like, advertise yeah. it as, like, a slow burn drama with supernatural elements, because that's what you got. I think... Um, I wonder if they just realized that they had to trick people. They were just like, <laughs> oh no, what have we done? Let's trick people. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, The Nun is also in theaters. And I've heard that that one yeah. is at least fun. So. <laughs> oh my god, it looks so scary. Um, uh, but yeah, this and was the, a very My last improvement was movie. just lesbians, so I don't think that one's oh, worth yeah. <laughs> I was like, Brenda comes back and they run away together. <laughs> yeah, oh man, you know what my improvement would be? If like halfway through this story... Betty started becoming the main character. Ooh. That would have been really cool, actually, I think. They kind of, like, almost made Caroline the main character, but then they killed her, which sort of, like, (laughs) you know, obviously wasn't her. (laughs) Yeah. But I felt like there was potential for, I don't know, potential for more of the other characters to have more agency. Faraday is such, like, a wet blanket. I'm like, unless he's a murderer, I don't see why we're looking at him so much. Like, he's so (laughs) boring. (laughs) Yeah, I guess maybe he is the murderer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. In my heart of hearts. I'm like, I'm hoping when the book comes, it's kind of more like, oh, this is the mm-hmm. story that's been like passed down. I can see it as being a better book than it was a movie. Yeah. Um, like knowing that it had been a book while watching the movie was sort of like, ah, oh, yes, I can see <laughs> how it would be a good book. Um, <laughs> but as a movie... You kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like the trailer, how they marketed it. You expected there to be more action. Yeah. Um, I think it works for like the first half and then the second half. You're like, we're still not doing it. Come on. Yeah. Because by the time the, the the ghost or whoever locks the mom in the room, that was like, I want to say three fourths of the way through the movie. And that was intense. But then that's like the most intense thing that happened. So afterwards mm-hmm. you're like. Right. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. like Caroline's death, you're just kind of like, oh, it sucks that this happened. But. <laughs> You're kind of like, why? <laughs> like, like, it wasn't scary. She just, like, gets forced off a balcony, but there's no, like, prolonged torture or anything where she's locked in a room, which is, I don't know, really yeah. scary to me, apparently. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it became more about the mystery of, I guess, like, who is doing this than it was about the actual 
act of doing it and yeah. like the characters figuring stuff out. It's like the characters didn't really figure anything out. Yeah, because as um, soon as that happens, it's like she committed suicide. We're done, and then the movie's done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was it was sort of strange. Yeah, I think I agree that if it had been marketed differently, I feel like maybe I I would have understood what I was getting into. Yeah, differently. Um, and maybe that would have made me appreciate like what was happening more versus me being like, oh, I thought this was going to be scary. like I thought more things were going to happen. Yeah, I thought it was going to be scarier and I thought it was going to be less about um, Dr. Faraday pursuing this woman who clearly wants <laughs> to not be with him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is one where I'm like, I have a couple like there's a bunch of different variables. Like I feel like me analyzing what the fuck happened would be like a tree of choices where it's like, is the ghost real mm. or not? If yes, go here. If no, go here. <laughs> yeah. Like a flow chart. Yeah, is Faraday yeah. a creep? If yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of fun. Like it's fun to like question all these things. And I think it's cool that like that was what they were trying to do, but I just don't feel like they totally succeeded. Yeah. I'm like the and, and it kind of pisses me off because I'm like the set was it beautiful. Been really cool. The acting yeah. was really good. Like everyone's well cast like even some of the background characters i was like i recognize you from an episode of jeeves and worcester from 30 years ago hello (laughs) you have one line uh just revolving the british actors through everything (laughs) i mean basically uh the scene with the dog was like legitimately scary where the kid because i was like something bad is very scary and then very sad like it felt like that was a whole arc that was like i mean like rewarded is sort of the wrong word because it ends with them killing the dog but it feels like oh like stuff is picking up but then after that, it sort of slows down again. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's like, oh, and it's on. also just stuff <laughs> like, so I know like Roderick is gone, but like his, the prosthetics mm-hmm. were really good and he seemed like an interesting person. I was like kind yeah, of bummed it, when he just left. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. And he was doing, I was like, yes, eyebrow kid. Like <laughs> you're doing some really good acting here. I'm loving it. And then, yeah. And then he just left. Um, I really thought he was going to come back. He didn't really, did he, he? He came back for the funeral, but like. He literally just says, like, to Faraday, like, get her away from here. Uh, and then he gets taken away in the car with the people in the nurse yeah. outfit. So his mistake was trusting Faraday. <laughs> Everyone's mistake was trusting Faraday, I think. I mean, not like Faraday was doing anything directly wrong. Maybe, maybe. or maybe he was. It's not clear. But clearly his link to the house was dangerous. And I mean, they obviously didn't know that, but we as the audience saw it happening in his creepy flashbacks <laughs> to his childhood. Yeah, and also, I like, my main question at the end is, like, why the fuck is he upkeeping the house? Is he just still obsessed with it? Is he, like, whose house is it now? Everyone does. Well, it, Roderick is still alive. Yeah, I guess it's it's really, like, I want to analyze the character, but I also have this sense that I don't, I wasn't given enough information to make any conclusions. You yeah. know, it's like, okay, he was really weirdly obsessed with the girl who lived in the house and then he was weirdly obsessed with the house and then he like broke off a piece. It's like, okay, so is he, is this about him like desiring wealth or like, or women who like don't want him or something? And <laughs> or like both. how uh, that de- like, yeah, it destroys everything. Yeah, and like how does Suki does fit like, into this? Like clearly he like does was Suki obsessed with her this? because he like, she stepped in front of him and he kind of hated he her. Just stared at her. Yeah, but like she just kind of, she gets sick and she dies and I'm like, I don't know, is she also a ghost? Like what's happening? <laughs> yeah, like or is she just a red herring? Like it's like not totally clear. Uh, yeah, I feel like it was like almost there. 
It was yeah. almost there, but it didn't get there. How I thought it was going to, like, when you pan up and you see him as a ghost, I thought it was going to, like, mm-hmm. pan around and you also see, like, Suki and maybe also yeah. Caroline or something. Like, I was like, just make it a thing where, like, everyone who dies in this house and has a strong connection to it gets to haunt Remains. it forever. <laughs> or, like, yeah. just likes the house a lot. But I guess they were trying to reveal something about Faraday, although I couldn't tell you what it was. I mean, like, honestly, He's I, bad? I'm like, I guess I'm just an idiot who never watches movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to like, have am to I dumb or do is this homework. Confusing? Yeah, I'm like, I don't yeah, have like... to literally write like a 50 page essay to figure out what the fuck was going on. You should be able to sort of figure it out for like, yeah. the first viewing. It does sort of feel like there was just a little evidence missing pointing us in some direction yeah, like or like you said before be vaguer yeah. like either be vaguer or be more clear <laughs> but this like in between um was sort of just puzzling um but it was sort of like i enjoyed the mystery aspect of it yeah. quite a bit i just like wish it had, i more strongly understood <laughs> what had happened by the end yeah because it's that one of those things regret. it's like my thing with like true crime where i'm like wow that was a good mystery now well uh, how's the end and when the true crime thing is like and we never figured out who did it i'm like yeah. come on it's still a cold case <laughs> all right see you next time <laughs> like just wait and maybe they'll figure it out in like 30 years and i'm like i don't have the patience for this yeah i also wonder in in the cases of these movies like do the actors are they told more like do Mm. they have a better sense of like what the story is and it's just like we aren't getting it through the movie but if like one of them explained it to us we'd be like oh we get it now or is it purposefully just so ambiguous yeah in in a way i I don't know part of me also (laughs) wonders if this is like literally just like this movie's too british for american audiences (laughs) where it's like i mean you british people get pacing Yeah, the pacing was very British, yeah. for one thing. I feel like British stuff is usually slower. American stuff is always like, everyone's punching everyone in explosions. <laughs> so, like, I think that may be a part of it. But even then, I'm like, the British people aren't getting this either. <laughs> no yeah. one's getting this. <laughs> it's it's funny, because I was, um, in my mind, like, this, and, um, like, when I Googled it, Google was like, would you also like mm-hmm. to Google The Woman in Black? Because they're both based on novels. Mm-hmm. They both got, like, Similar energy. Um, the yeah. movie is very much, um, and I actually don't prefer the movie of um, The Woman in Black to, like, the book either, but, mm-hmm. like, they knew what they were doing. They added a bunch of they jump scares. They it. Yeah, they are yeah. like, ah, look, it's a ghost. Uh, I actually, <laughs> I saw that in theaters and I scared the shit out of me. So in that sense, it was very mm-hmm. effective. The ending's kind of mm-hmm. dumb, but I guess that also fits here. Uh, yeah, so this one was like probably less silly than that one. Yeah. But by not being silly, it sort of lacked something and needed to like put something else in that space. Yeah, because it feels <laughs> like the woman in black like wasn't it wasn't trying to be high art, but it it was like, mm-hmm. I know what I am and I'm gonna go for it. And like I can mm-hmm. appreciate that, even if some of those decisions were dumb as hell. But like <laughs> I can yes. appreciate when something's like, we're gonna go hard. And this one, it felt like... Let's just make a fun movie. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, we need to... Like, it just felt like someone had, like, a pin board up somewhere, like, in the writing Mm -hmm. room. And they were like, this will indicate that this and this and this and this. And you're like... the the, the, just didn't translate. Like, he glances Mm -hmm. at the clock in this one scene. And that means that he's really passionate about... (laughs) time loss like i like that's that's what it feels like where it's like could okay but like make it a little more obvious a little bit yeah 
Or, or at least, like, maybe it's just, I think sometimes when novels get, well, uh, adapted into movies, they have to really simplify yeah. significantly. And it feels like they simplified maybe too much out of this one. Yeah. So it's it's um, really one of those where it's just too much in the middle of, like, explaining and not explaining. And it's like, you got to do one. Because <laughs> right yeah, now it's just close. unsatisfying. Yeah. And so much else about the movie was so good. Like the cinematography was beautiful. And like you said, the acting was so good. It was just like the oh, sound design just... was really good, too. Like it was. Yeah, very was spooky. So there was a lot of quiet, which like was kind of weird in my theater because there were so few people. And it was so quiet. And I the know. seats were so uncomfortable. People <laughs> kept like shifting. And I was like, I hear yeah. everyone. I know it you're moving. So <laughs> like yeah, lady three rows so... behind me. I know you're shifting in your seat. It's just me and those two people. And then at one point, um, one of the theater like staff walked in to just like see what was up. And then I was like, okay, now there's four of us. And that person can see I'm on my phone because there's no one behind me. So it's like, uh, um, nice. yeah, very strange. Oh, man. But Well, I look forward yeah. to reading this when it finally comes through the library. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, I guess our, our sign off should be don't trust strange doctors <laughs> i was just gonna say don't trust men at all the like that was <laughs> just stay with your dog and bad things will never yeah. happen yeah don't allow any children into your house <laughs> also just that don't too. trust anyone except for your dog and maybe your very close family members <laughs> yay <laughs> that's a good moral uh. um yeah and uh next next no next week literally next week right oh um Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe in two weeks. We will have to discuss. Okay, okay. In in a week or in a couple <laughs> weeks, uh, we will be reviewing the novel Sadie by Courtney Summers. Um, I guess it will depend on our ability to access it in time. <laughs> um, but it's a it's a recent novel that just came out uh, September fourth, and it's been getting a lot of hype. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and like people are really, I think the publishing company is really pushing for it. Like they like have a fictional podcast that goes along with the book. Oh, and sweet. um. They're apparently, like, trying to... I don't know if they already sold the movie rights or they're trying to sell the movie rights, so I don't know. But it seems like the way it's being advertised is, like, maybe it's Gone Girl-ish or something. Like, it's sort of Jillian Flynn-like, but also not because this author is not Jillian Flynn. (laughs) I do know it involves, like, a murder podcast, so that's cool. Yeah. So it's some sort of murder mystery, uh, but we're going to figure that out. Uh, but yeah, anything else to say on The Little Stranger before we wrap it on up? Yeah. Just stay away from people. Yeah. <laughs> Just invest in dogs. Dogs will never yeah. betray you. And if you feel like there's a ghost in your house at any point, just know that hotels are always an option. <laughs> just leave. Just <laughs> like, away. just go, yeah, find your friend and sleep on their couch. Um, it's just not worth the risk. <laughs> and on that note, we will be back in a week or in two weeks. We will post on our social media. And thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. No improvement.